Moms, the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness, I already love this show. Stick around because you're going to probably love it as well. Welcome to every single mom out there. We just love you. My name is Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we do encourage mothers because we need to focus on your amazing value as you raise up the next generation in this world and people forget to thank you and honor that role. All right. So it's called paper clutter. You know, those piles of your kids' artwork, school projects, old mementos, bills, and receipts. If you need to crawl out of your paper clutter... We have the famous minimal mom on the show today. We also call her Channel Mom's decluttering coach. She's bringing out the big decluttering guns today since we're approaching tax season and everybody's got receipts they're scrambling for this time of year. Dawn's going to offer us a system for sanity in the midst of our paper clutter. So stick around for this. She's going to share it coming up in just one minute on Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Hey, welcome back, you guys. I'm going to do my little mom market shout out to the moms around the country who listen to us on various affiliates. So grateful for you guys in Salem, Oregon, also Oklahoma, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Arkansas, Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, I think also Montana, by the way. And then right here in Denver, our loyal listeners. We need to get on a Minnesota, considering the guest I have on and the fact that I grew up in Minnesota. Also, welcome to our podcast listeners. Hey, you know, share the podcast. If you listen to a podcast and you think, oh, a friend could really use this, just share it, please. We'd be honored because we're trying to grow our podcast and we're everywhere you find your podcasts. Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and so on. Um, All right. (laughs) Two quick things. Uh, Maybe one quick thing before we get to our guest. For anybody out there, this is very personal, but for anyone out there who's been praying for our family dog, our basset hound Duffy, thank you for praying. 
I, I know he's but a creature and, you know, he's not a human, but we love our dogs and he's sort of on his last legs and I was hoping he would live until my daughter got home from college. He's made it so far. She's coming home tomorrow. He's still alive and kicking, eating and drinking. I'm so grateful to God and grateful for your prayers. So Duffy is still with us, and I'm so grateful. I'm trying not to cry about that one. All right. We're going we're gonna to really help you uh, with our beautiful friend, the Minimal Mom, today. She um, has secured the title of social media personality. She's kind of a rock star, honestly. Um, and she is a, a YouTube celebrity. She's known as the Minimal Mom with over 650,000 followers now. She's also the author of Declutter Your Home in 15 Minutes a Day. Love her. Honored that she doubles as Channel Mom's decluttering coach. We're going to play her intro in just a second. But first, I just want to welcome you, Don. Welcome to Channel Mom, my dear. Thank you. I love being on with you. Oh, I'm so glad. All right, here we go. Don's intro. In a world where stuff secretly invades your home. Oh, my god! One lone woman stands alone to intervene and help rid your domain of clutter. Only she can teach you to hear the lies your stuff is telling you. I'll make you look younger. I'll make you smarter. I'll make you thinner. And I'll make you more organized. She is The Minimal Mom. Starring Don Madsen, rated G. Now playing on Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. (laughs) Jim, you're so creative. I'm just so glad. Isn't that cool? You should just take that with you wherever you go. Um, I do want to do a little fun bit of maybe like a little round of applause, James. Do we have that? (laughs) Don and I did a Facebook Live. We did a little experiment. We'll probably do more if Don agrees. Um, We did, Yeah, we did a Facebook Live on decluttering and helping moms. What was the – do you remember the exact thing we talked about, Don? I don't remember the exact thing. It was on Valentine's Day. What were we talking about? I don't know, but we, we were definitely helping moms. Maybe it was just the 15 minutes a day thing, and we were trying to help moms get to that place. But um, we did a Facebook so. Live. We got, I don't know, tens of thousands, 20,000 impressions, 15,000 views. A bunch of people tuned in. And so that was so fun. So you can come back mm-hmm. to at Channel Mom, and we'll do another one because people clearly liked the advice that you had to give them. So that was a fun little thing we did. All right. So today, yeah. Dawn, we're going to talk about paper clutter. And this is a unique animal. I was looking at my three-inch pile of paper clutter that's sitting on my printer before I left the house, and I thought, I need help. And, and I know a lot of moms do. So I, so I like to do this little thing called the show setup soundbite. So I went and I looked for a mama who's struggling with paper clutter, and this is what we found. Even though most of our lives are digital now, paper just seems to keep coming in. It's crazy. I mean, I'm surrounded. I also have these two large boxes of kids drawings and I think if I remember correctly there's one upstairs too so I really want to deal with all this stuff is that so typical Dawn yeah yes every every single person in America and the rest of the world too <laughs> yeah it's it's a paper thing right yeah um <laughs> yeah and, and so what I mean I'll be honest I avoid so I'm like, okay, I have yes. to fill out that thing. I got to do this. I got to look at this article that I've been meaning to read for six months. I got to do, and I just mm-hmm. put it aside. I'm like, don't have time for now. Don't have time for, is that what happens? Yeah. Tell, tell me what happens with paper clutter. Yeah, absolutely. It gets stacked up and then it becomes this pile of unknown. And that is the most stressful thing about paper clutter is that the piles are such a mishmash of different things. And our fear is that there are super important things in there. <laughs> 
but we don't know for sure. And like, am I forgetting to pay a bill? Am I going to get a late, late fine? Am I going to get my electricity turned off? You know, like what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and so that's why piles of paper are so stressful because we assume the worst about it when we look at that pile. Absolutely. And that, and that's why I avoid it. Cause I think I don't want to find yeah. the bad news in that pile. So I just yeah, look the exactly. other way. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, Don, you probably know all these statistics cause you're the minimalist who is the expert at it. But I, I we used to have Matt Paxton on the show pretty frequently and he was the host of hoarders. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read, I don't know, yesterday that th- there as many as 19 million Americans who suffer with hoarding disorders. Um, so it's a thing in our country. And then I also heard, and and this is, I would love you to speak to this before we get to your system for decluttering our paper. I also read that women in particular are emotionally hurt by the clutter in a home. And, and what they said Mm -hmm. was men can just walk by and not think about it. Yeah. But but women, mm-hmm. their cortisol levels rise significantly. Like they've measured it. Yeah. When, when they have yeah. clutter and when they're dealing with their clutter, when they're looking at mm-hmm. their clutter, their cortisol levels rise. Cortisol, too much cortisol is not good for us. I think it even makes us gain no. weight. Um, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so women, like it's a health issue, our clutter for women. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Absolutely. No, our stuff is 1,000% stressing us out. The problem is, is like when we're at home and we're feeling kind of unsettled, a little bit anxious, we don't realize that there's a good chance our clutter is to blame. We just think it's, you know, everything going on in the world and my to-do list and all of that, where if we will really get serious about decluttering and simplifying our home, you're going to find that you will have a peaceful retreat where you get to come home and let your guard down despite what is going on in the rest of your world. Really? Like, did you see that change in your own life? Oh, 1000%. Yes. That's why I'm so passionate about it now. And do you think your do you think your kids live more peacefully because you guys don't have clutter? Yes, I I believe that with all of my being as well. They're content. They get fully engrossed in play. Like they just get to be kids. You know, like they can come home and they don't have to worry about everything else. Yeah. Amen. All right. We're going to get to your system. You wanted to help us with paper clutter today, especially as we're approaching tax season because there are receipts everywhere in our lives. So so you just go for it, girl. I think we've got at least 10 or 15 minutes left. Tell us what your system is for mamas dealing with paper clutter. Okay. So again, what's very stressful to us is these piles of just unknown content. And then also when it's kind of spread out throughout our house. So for many of us, it's like we have some on the kitchen island and some in our bedroom and some, you know, it's just like all these different places. And so step number one is we actually want to gather all of our paper together. Now, this can feel overwhelming, um, but it actually puts our mind at ease to know that we have it all together. So if you can find a spot, maybe it's your dining room or uh, the uh, the floor in a, an extra bedroom, like even if you bring it to a, the, your living room floor, like we want to get it all together, but we don't have to process it all right away. So step one is literally just to collect it all together. Lisa from Organize 365, she'll say like take a laundry basket and go around your house and just collect it all. And that actually is going to put your mind at ease to know it's all together. Oh, that's interesting. Now, yeah. It's, from it's, there, we want to... It's funny, I just want to say this really quickly. That three-inch pile was a a conglomeration or or a gathering together of a couple of different piles. So I've already been following your advice without realizing it. (laughs) I I said, all right, I'm going to take these these three one-inch piles and turn them into one three-inch pile. So yeah, okay, I get it. So step number one is collect all the paper in one place. Yes. 
Okay. Now, next, we want to have uh, this is going to work for our paper system moving forward. For any new paper that comes into our house, we want to have three different baskets. So you can literally go to the dollar store and get some baskets. We want to test out this system, see if it works, and then you can make adjustments as you need. But we're going to have three. So the first is for unprocessed paperwork. So all that stuff you're collecting together right now, that's considered unprocessed because it's not sorted out and we don't actually know what's in there right now. Number two, the other basket, second basket is for stuff that you have to do. So this is for action stuff, like a bill you have to pay, an RSVP you need to send, a return you need to make, um, a, a, some kind of form you need to send in. And we only put to-dos in here. We don't drop the whole pile of mail in there because we want, we want just the to-dos in there. The mail, when it comes in the house, goes into unprocessed. Uh, any forms like the kids bring home, put that in unprocessed. But what's very stressful, again, is not knowing where our to-do items are or thinking they're mixed in with other things. Okay. So if you can get those to-dos or those action items put into one spot, it might still feel a little overwhelming because when you're just starting out, it might be kind of a tall stack of stuff. But it, again, it's going to put your mind at ease knowing that everything is in that one spot. Okay, so I have a question. So we're, we're doing three different baskets. Number one is unprocessed. Number two is stuff that I have to do. We haven't gotten to number three yet. But if you're throwing mail into unprocessed, what if there's a bill in there? Like, how do you differentiate? So we're going to get to a point where we're processing the un the unprocessed stuff every week and that's how we're going to stay on top of it okay so you'll set a time now if you bring something home and you're like no this is a for sure to do then go ahead and put it in your action or your to-do basket okay you can skip over the unprocessed if you know for sure what category it's going to go into gotcha so then the third basket is a time will tell basket so the recipe you're not sure if you're going to try the article that you're thinking you might want to read the spring catalog that comes in that you're not sure if you're going to order something from um, the, the business card that a friend gives to you for her house painting guy, and you don't know if you're going to use it or not, that goes into your time will tell bin. And what most of us don't have right now is a spot for the paperwork that we're just not sure about. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm going to order from that catalog, uh -huh. but yeah, I don't just want to recycle it because I might, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have time to try that new recipe, but just in case I want to, I want to know where it is. Okay. That's awesome. So, so at least we, <laughs> I'm just going to break in really quickly. You, you had a video not too long ago where you're marching around Target and saying, you don't need this. You don't need this. And I was, and I was like, Don, isn't Target mad at you? You know what? You yeah. can go to Target and buy those baskets. So Don yeah, is helping Target in that way. All right. So we've got, we, first we have three different baskets for our paper and I'm loving this because yep. I'm going to go do it. And, and by the way, you don't have to shop at Target. You can also shop at Walmart no, and all the other places. You can literally go to the dollar store. Yeah, your yeah. dollar store. Yeah. Or, or find some around your house you probably have three receptacles around your house that's you so true that's so true but it's kind of fun to buy baskets i'm just going to be honest Absolutely. um all right so we, we want three different baskets for our paper one is yeah. unprocessed two is stuff that i have to do for sure action items i can already think yeah. of one that needs to be in my action item basket and then number three mm -hmm. is time will tell um yeah. I, I move on with your system but i do have a question for you but move on with your system what else Okay, we'll talk about, like, kids' artwork and sentimental stuff in a few minutes. Okay. But now with all of that paper that you gathered up, you're just going to start sorting it into these categories. So is there, are there to-do items or are there things that you simply don't know? Now, I like what Marie Kondo says. She says our goal with paper is to not keep any of it. Paper is very overwhelming. It's a big waste of our time. And anything that we would file long-term, 90% of the time we never go back and revisit it. So again. true. And oh. so, 
Yeah. So our goal is to not actually keep any paper. So when you're going through your stacks and processing your paper, be really ruthless. Do I actually have time to read that article? Do I actually have time to try this new recipe? Uh, all these random things that come in, they don't necessarily deserve your time. And so your goal when you're processing your paper is to get rid of as much stuff, stuff as physically possible. Okay. So are you about to tell us when we do this? Like, how do we tack? Like, okay, so we've walked around our house. We've collected all our yep. paper into our laundry basket. Yep. Now we've bought three beautiful baskets, or we found three beautiful baskets, yep. and we've sorted it into those three different titles. We're being ruthless as we do. Like, am I yep. really going to get to this in the time will tell basket? Okay, so we've been ruthless. How do we set aside time? Is, is this the next? You go to the next step. I just am curious how we set aside time to do this. Right. So what we want to do is to plan a time each week where we're going to do these household to-do items. So that's the problem for most of us. It's not even the organization. It's that it's just not on our radar that it actually takes time to do these things. Most of us do it, you know, a minute here or there, like when it's really due and we're like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, do this real quick. But if we would take a time, so Lisa from Organize 365, she came up with the Sunday basket because every Sunday night, she would sit down on the couch with her basket of stuff and she would start going through it. And so find a time of the week where it would be practical. Maybe there's a show on Netflix you like to watch. And so while you're watching your show, you're going to go through your to-do basket. And it's always good to start out by doing a quick sort and put the most important things on top. So the things that have really firm upcoming deadlines, that there's a big consequence if it doesn't get done, try to keep those at the top of your basket so that they're more likely to get done first. Um, but you, it really is the key to paper cutter in your home is having a time every single week where you're going through it. Yeah. I, I love you. I wish you could be in the studio so I could hug you. This is so like freeing because it makes me yeah. think, okay, I can, I can do this. And I also love, I'm from fun country. There's a personality test out there, which tells you which countries you're from. And I'm from fun country. <laughs> piles are not fun for me, but you said I can no. watch a movie while I'm going through the pile. So I love Absolutely. that about you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. What's, what's our next step? And so let's talk about like memory things. So maybe it's your kid's artwork, a birthday card you got in the mail. And so again, we're going to be discerning how much we keep, but it's really important. We've talked about this before that every person in your home has a memory bin. And so we then decide, we hold it up and say, is this worthy of the memory bin? Now, like with kids artwork, you might decide to put it in the time will tell basket for a little while. I mean, I don't like to like recycle my kids artwork the same day they give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But there's a lot of pieces that are not worthy of my memory bin either or their memory bin. And so I might let it sit in the time will tell bin for a while just to respect them. But when that bin starts to fill up and I need to go through it quickly, I'm either going to decide, like, is that worth saving? Is it going to go into their memory bin? Or is it time to let it go? You know, what, what I use a quick little trick, if you don't mind. I'm not the minimal mom, but I, this yeah. is what I do. It's very hard. I'm super sentimental. So it's hard for me to let go of stuff. But what I do is I revisit something with my child. So I'll say, oh, do you remember when yes. you wrote me this card? And we'll look at it. We'll both store it in our memories. And then I can throw mm -hmm. it. Because I think, okay, we've sure. revisited it. We've looked at it. We've been sentimental yeah. about it. Right? I mean, doesn't that kind of work? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Okay. All right. So move on. And the nice thing about the, the time will tell bin. So you don't have to do anything with your time will tell bin until, or basket until it starts filling up. And then you're like, okay, I can't really fit so much. And then what we're going to do is we're going to flip it over. And we're going to start at the bottom. So your to-do items, you always start at the top. But with your time will tell, start at the bottom because a lot of that stuff has been time tested. 
So if I have a seed catalog from the fall, well, I'm not going to order from that now, right? So I can let that go. Oh, there's a recipe. I never got around to it. It was, you know, for Christmas. I'm going to let that go. Some old artwork. It doesn't feel as special now. I can let that go. And so by starting at the bottom of it, you're going to find that a lot of that stuff has timed itself out. And it's very easy now to let that stuff go. Awesome. Um, Are there more steps? What else? So we're not really getting into kind of like your long-term storage. So if you have, like you were saying, like tax documents or receipts. And my biggest tip for long-term is, you know, have one set place where you're keeping it. Again, like a file cabinet or just buy one of those plastic file storage boxes. Mm -hmm. But the key with long-term storage, if you're creating like file folders, is Again, keep in mind, you're never going to go back and revisit most of this. So you want to have broad categories and you want to put the year on it. So if it's, you know, taxes, 2022, uh, even like for medical records, make sure you put a year on it because we want to make sure that as time goes on, again, this stuff is timing itself out. Okay. And so if I have a file of medical bills from, you know, eight years ago, it's pretty, pretty safe that I can just shred all those. Right. And so by putting the year on, it is going to make your life so much easier down the road to see that you don't need certain files anymore. And you can let the whole file go. That's so good. Like 2012. Goodbye. I don't need to have this. Exactly. Yeah, that's so good. So so any quick tip for the tax receipt thing? Like because people may at this time of year as they're starting to gather for their taxes, think, why don't I do this better every year? What would you say to them? Again, um, we're learning new skills as we move forward. So um, if there is a lot of stuff from the past, like I literally just did this with Tom because he had stuff from 2022 that never got properly like categorized or filed. And we literally took a banker's box, put all of it in and labeled it paperwork from 2022. So we know where to go back and find that stuff if we need it. But again, like unless you get audited, you probably don't even need that stuff. Yeah. And so, I mean, knock on wood, right? Like we're not trying. <laughs> but um, most likely, like statistically, you don't actually need that stuff. Make sure there's a year on it. Put it into a container and then let's put new systems in place moving forward. Mm-hmm. But again, Jenny, if you're like, okay, I'm going to start this new habit. I'm like every week I'm going to go through my paperwork and then a week goes by and you miss it. And you're like, well, there we go. I've messed everything up. You're still going to be in a better place. If you're keeping all of your paperwork in one area, you are getting your to-do items into that basket as you're able to, so they're not floating around the house. Like when you do have time again or you need to find something, you know where it is. So you're still going to be better off, even if your baskets start to fill up and get a little overwhelmed. It's going to be easier to go through it again once the system is in place than starting from scratch. So you're still in a better place. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you miss a week here and there, it's totally okay. Awesome. This is also good. So we've got about three and a half minutes left. The, 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 we, we said we were going to talk about the tax season thing, so I just want to make sure I'm clear on that. I love that you've asked us to collect all our paper in one place. I love that you've said three different baskets, one unprocessed, one basket is unprocessed, one is stuff that I have to do, action items, and the third one is time will tell. Um, you've also said be ruthless as you're doing this. You've also said create a memory bin for the things you just cannot throw out. Um, and, and then for tax season, you said just make sure you've got some place that you're putting all your receipts that's somewhat organized like a bank box or, mm-hmm. or a, a Tupperware that whatever and then and to label yeah. it by year so eventually you can farm those things into the garbage um, I, I yeah. love all of that I, I want people to know how to find you and your book but is there any last thing you want to add I, I, I think of this I think about a mom like me where stuff is personal and so it's really hard to let go of personal things. And we yep. feel like we don't have the time to really consider it. So so a quick tip yep. about that. 
So remember that paperwork is still, we talk about inventory, it's still inventory that you have to manage. And so I know, like, especially when our kids are little and like everything seems so special. Yeah. It's still inventory that you have to manage. And I don't want anything that I don't want to live in the past. I want to visit the past from time to time, but I don't want to have to live there. I don't have to spend my weekends organizing that stuff and, and trying to keep track of it all or archive it all. I want to look forward and be excited about the seasons with my kids to come as well. And so that's really where having a memory bit and using that limit, that container to decide what to keep can be really helpful. Amen. Amen. Oh, my gosh. We love you. So and you're going to be back. We try to have you on every month or two. So so how, Dawn, this is we're talking to the minimal mom. She is Channel Mom's personal decluttering coach. She comes on and helps us declutter. And it's fabulous. How do we find you and, and your book and, and your sister's companion? book how do we find all that um so i spend most of my time on youtube and if you want to see more on paper clutter too if you type in the minimal mom and paper clutter it, it should pop up some videos for that so you can search the minimal mom on youtube and then you can find our books and courses at the awesome god bless you my friend hopefully the next time i come back to minnesota i can meet you that would be awesome i would uh, love that okay all right sweetie have a wonderful weekend thanks so much for being on channel mom thanks jenny all right bye-bye Okay, this is the time in the show that I thank you for all you do as a mom in the middle of your clutter, for dedicating yourself, for sacrificing, for loving, for keeping things alive, for blessing, for praying. God bless you guys. You're raising the next generation. Thank you for what you would do. I want to tell you very briefly, we've got our big fundraiser coming up this summer. It's called Accelerate at Bandamere Speedway, where you get to race cars down the speedway and raise money for the moms and kids that we help. It's July 27th. I'll be telling you more about it, but you can come to celebrate. And then also help keep us on the air. Help help us by praying for us or donating to us. Just go to channelmom.org and you can give to us. We'd be so honored. All right. Hello to my mom and dad, to my dog Duffy, to my family, to my kids. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in today. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click Donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.